So how's the cooking going now that we broke it all down? Pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. A little more comfortable, a little more organized, put together. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. All right. Do you still feel like you need some suggestions? Always. Okay, because that's what this podcast is all about. It's season two, and we're tackling the holidays. Here we go. I'm Candace Conley. I'm Natalia Banjak. And this is Not a Single Fork, another podcast about food and cooking. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real. So Valentine's is around the corner. We made it through Thanksgiving, Christmas, New New Year's, Year's. barely. I think everybody's kind of lagging and getting sick and like feeling kind of puny. But we've got one more, one more Valentine's Day. One more holiday and then you're free for a a minute and then, yeah. The spring break? No, that doesn't count as a holiday. Oh yeah, Easter. Easter happens again and that's food too, but whatever. We're done with the holidays after Valentine's Day. we're finished. We're finished. We say fuck This is our final episode of season two. Yep. And yes, we did make it. So we're going- We said we'd end on Valentine's and here it is. Yeah. And we're going to kick this off with a bang. A sexy bang? A sexy bang. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? Well, we can we can talk, we are going to talk about food, but the first thing I would like to say is people get all caught up in, they have to go out to dinner on Valentine's. Well, and we mentioned uh, in one of the previous episodes that New Year's is amateur hour. It has got nothing on Valentine's oh, Day. No. Valentine's Day is like the fucking amateur hour of the year. Yes, it's Super Bowl for restaurants. Like you're going to make money. It's going to be busy as fuck. You're going to be stressed out. But the thing is, you're going to see people there that you that you'll never see again you'll never see again they don't know what they're eating they don't know how to use their silverware they're not even fucking talking to each other like it's not (laughs) even like they're enjoying their night out they're doing it because they feel like they have to do it yeah so they get their complimentary glass of champagne or a rose yeah or both or both yeah the champagne that you know believe me guys it costs maybe five dollars a bottle it if that. If that. If that. Yeah. Like, come on now, free shit is not, we're not going to spend a lot of money on that. No. And then, and here's the other part. You get mediocre at best food. We fucking hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> For the longest time we did an anti, what did we do? The, it, what, it was what was it called? An, an, on Valentine's Day dinner. Class. Or class yeah, yeah, or class. something. Because it's so fucking stupid. If you can't show the person that you love the rest of the fucking year that you love them, then there's something wrong with your relationship and you need to break up and find somebody else. (laughs) And that's the truth. That's it. Podcast over. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's so many other different ways. And yes, this is another food-centered holiday. So now if you're not going out, which we don't recommend because all the fuckheads are going out that night. Right. Um, I mean, okay, I have one last thing to say about that. It requires no imagination to make a reservation at a restaurant. For Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. Like, that's so fucking Day. generic. Yeah, anybody can anybody do that. Anybody can do that. Now, if you want to make a reservation for a cooking class, that's a little different. Yeah. Like, we approve of that. Exactly. <laughs> um, talking about, we do have an entire week of cooking classes. Some of them are full. It is super popular. It's something fun. Even if you don't do that, do something fun with the person that you're with. It doesn't have to even be around food. Although, you know, we love the food and drink, so And that's we who we are. Yeah. But, um, but so let's talk about sexy food. Sexy food. There's food that's related to Valentine's Day, and then there's like aphrodisiac food. Yes. So what are you going to start with? I, well, I 
got kind of caught up in the whole aphrodisiac thing, which is yeah, you did. You went down a rabbit. hole. I did. I went down. Wait, guys, a, just wait. A big rabbit hole. Yeah. But so aphrodisiacs are supposed to be substances that increase your sexual desire your pleasure and your behavior so they uh-huh. make they make you horny that's apparently what they do okay they yes. make you horny food yeah so uh so here get your pencil and paper out mm. and we're going to give you a list of list. horny making foods <laughs> So, of course, top of the list, and everybody knows this, is oysters. Yeah, but if you don't fucking like oysters... Forget it. Don't eat oysters just because you think they're going to make you... They don't make you that horny. Like, if someone isn't having sex with you, a couple oysters isn't going to cut it. (laughs) Right? It's not like a magic bullet. It's not. None of this is. Maybe crush up some Viagra and put it in there. Yeah, but wait. There is a substance. It's called maca. Oh. And it's known as Peru's, <laughs> Peru as in the country, not Peru's like review something. <laughs> Peru's natural Viagra. Okay, so what is it? Is it like a It's bean a root. Or it's a root. It's a root vegetable kind of thing. And so apparently it was originally uh, found to, you know, give you more energy, stamina, and all that kind of stuff. But apparently, more recently, it's been associated with sexual behavior and sexual drive. So, like a potato? Like, you'd cook it like a potato? I, I, Where do we get these? I, Can I, we order them on Amazon? I, I don't know. I didn't I'm going to order some. Okay, well, we'll be back with you on that one. What maca or maca does, or what it, you know, how you cook it. I don't know if it's like you take it in a pill or you cook it, or it sounded like a, I mean, it said it was a root vegetable, so I'm assuming that you would do some kind of cooking to it, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. And let's be frank, we're going to go through all this and we're going to go through all the food that like, but honestly, if like a fucking piece of pizza turns you on, eat a goddamn piece of pizza. And rub it on Rub yourself. it all over each other's body, lick it off, eat the pizza. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day to everybody. <laughs> what else do you have? I got asparagus, which I think is so weird. That it's an aphrodisiac? Yeah. Doesn't it make your pee smell it funny? It does. And why is that? Uh, well, there's, and does it make everybody's peace stuff? Well, here's the thing. This is what I understand. It does make everyone's. I mean, there because there are people who will say, "Well, I don't, I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything." Well, it's my nose. It is. Yes, it is. It's receptors in your in your brain actually because there are because it always smells because of the I don't know what chemical makeup it is, but. Whatever that is, it does make your pee smell. Your pee does smell. It's just whether you can smell it or not. So I would think on this specific holiday that you wouldn't want your nether region smelling funny. I would not because it smells kind of like sulfur, irony. That does of. not sound sexy or like I'm going to no, be No, see, on. that's what I think. I, I don't think so. I have heard that. Is it pineapple juice or pineapple that makes it supposed to make things sweet down there? I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Well... <laughs> <laughs> we all have some research to do, apparently. Yeah, apparently we do. So get the pineapple out and go check it out. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? I got strawberries. Aphrodisiac. Yeah. Oh, when I guess, you know, strawberries are very much related to Valentine's Day. Chocolate dipped strawberries, strawberry cake, strawberry... Strawberry... Strawberries. Strawberries. <laughs> 
it's probably because you can like feed your each other. Oh my God. Uh, who feeds people? Who have you ever done that? I think that is so it's stupid. disgusting. Actually, my ex-husband used to always insist that when, uh, you know, like he wanted me to try whatever his food was, he insisted on him holding the fork and me eating off the fork or the spoon or whatever. Yeah, but is that not a control thing? Oh, so controlling. And it would made me so crazy. So no, I hate that shit. Who does that? Who does that? If you do that, I want to know. Well, (laughs) I do have to tell a story. I had a good friend, Ginger, went to a party and it was a Middle Eastern party. She didn't realize, she didn't know a lot of the people. She had this large Middle Eastern man force feeding her grapes. (laughs) She thinks that she's married to him now. Or maybe it's like this happened. It was like a Christmas before Christmas oh my thing. God. Um, That's and she said it was the weirdest thing because every time he'd come up to her with the grape, she she tried to take it out of his hand, like, oh, thank you. And he's like, no, no, and would like shove it. I'm doing it to Candace right now, by the way. <laughs> and like shove it in her face. She was like swatting at it. Ew. To get it away. Yeah. Gross. And that's how I would feel. If oh. I, even if I would... She didn't know this guy. Like, even if I knew the Ew. person. And you don't know where his hands have been? Well, no. Ew. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. But still, Ew. feeding each other is fucking weird. Again, if this is your thing, if you guys get turned on by this, if this is your guilty pleasure, your fantasy, your whatever, and you want to fucking shove food, I watched this thing. It was this guy, he was with this like 500 pound woman and he was a little guy and it was like my strange addictions or something. And he got off on feeding her. Like he would feed her. Yeah. And that was how I he heard got about off. that. Yeah. yeah. So if that is your thing, feed away. Like, <laughs> go for go it. Go for it. Have a great feeding session and some sexy time. We want you to have a good time, but we think it's fucking weird. <laughs> and that's just our opinion. <laughs> Strawberries. Back to strawberries. Strawberries. Okay, what's okay. after strawberries? Okay, uh, figs, actually. Really? Yeah. Figs. Now, see, I would not... Uh, uh, yeah, but it's it's not the actual... Uh, the food itself, I guess, it's the chemistry of that's the food. That's inside the that food. Once that once you eat it, that it makes you, you know, ha, 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 come on, baby. Could you imagine... Okay. What now? Could you imagine <laughs> dating somebody and you make this wonderful dinner of oyster and figs and asparagus for them? No. You think someone's going to be like, yay, that looks delicious. I don't think that's the way you do it, though. Really? Well, please tell me. I don't know. I don't think that's what... I mean, I wouldn't do it that way. Well, I wouldn't do any of it that way. But anyway, do you have anything else? (laughs) I've got um, chocolate. Oh, chocolate. See, and I feel like, okay, you dip a fig in some chocolate. Or strawberry. Or strawberry. Uh, Frankly, a banana in chocolate sounds more sexual to me than... Super sexual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then feed it to me. And then feed it. Ooh, baby, come on. come on. You're like... (laughs) Which, which, you know, the dipping chocolate stuff is... That leads into fondue. Which can be... Which is is not an aphrodisiac, but I was kind of looking at, like, common Valentine's Day food or, like, sexy foods or, like... Foods that people go out to eat or foods people make at home. And fondue's kind of fun. What's, like, the, what's the name of that place that does all that fondue shit? The Melting Pot. Melting Pot. Yeah, but you can fondue at home. I know. So don't you don't have to go to the Melting Pot. And that's pot. kind of fun if it's something you've it's never really done before. It's really expensive, I understand. Yeah, but if you can get... Like, I've got a little fondue kit. And I, I never too. think about doing it. But it's kind of something fun and different it's to do. It's very 70s and 80s. It's very Swiss. It's very Swiss. It's very Swiss 70s. Is, yeah. Well, but we could have, have a theme. You could have a 70s Swiss, Valentine's Swiss party. Swiss party. <laughs> 
I wouldn't recommend Swiss Miss Instant Cocoa. Yeah, you could dress like her. Yeah, you could. Yeah, and have a sexy uh, party. Your your rucksack? Uh, <laughs> your backpack? Does she have a rucksack? Does she have a backpack? I don't know what she has. Mm. She has lederhosen on. But then. Which is German, isn't it? Or Austrian. Austrian? Well, but Swiss. Swiss do it too, don't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they do, because there's a part that's next to Germany. So then also, like, a lot of, like, steak dinners we saw. But but what I noticed when I was looking is it's not just a steak dinner. It's a steak dinner with some kind of a creamy sauce. Yeah, because that makes steak delicious. Creamy sauce. Well, steak is already delicious if it's, well. Oh, mushrooms. Did you say oh, mushrooms? Oh, no, I didn't say mushrooms. Mushrooms, yeah, but I don't get that. That, that has to be one of those chemistry things as well. Because well, they all I don't, have to be. I don't get any of those, except well, strawberries well Are you chocolate and cho- yeah okay oysters and figs <laughs> and asparagus <laughs> I've, i just oysters historically have been considered an aphrodisiac and, ugh, i know and feeding someone an oyster no 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 oh my god jesus i've really tried to like oysters yeah i have too i really have i've had them with the really they because there, there was one time that someone said oh you just need the right sauce or the right. dressing or whatever so this mignonette sauce which is shallots and a Real light vinegar and something else. I don't it remember. still tastes like you're it still swallowing like, a fucking booger. Well, it's <laughs> it's like a you're hawking a loogie the wrong way. It is. It's it is. a texture thing. I don't mind them cooked like a Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. I don't mind that. And I've even had them, you know, like I lived uh, in Alaska and there was a oyster farm right outside. I actually dated the guy that uh, ran the oyster farm. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. But anyway, we would literally go out there, pluck them off their little things and eat them. And... I did it because whatever I was in the in the moment, you know. But I wasn't like, oh, this it was is the sexy most. time. It was not. <laughs> it was not. We were freezing. We were in the ocean. Like, no, it was not sexy time. It was work, basically. <laughs> but I tried one, and I thought, you know, if I'm gonna like it, I'm gonna like it right out of the. Well, tip, yeah, I would right? think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Shucking them is a fucking chore, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't. But anyway, and then I also saw, um, what else did I see? I saw... Brunch. Br- oh, so this is... I have brunch on my list. Yes, brunch is underrated. So... It really is. It I really love is. brunch. And it's... And food... Like, okay, I feel... I'm on the fence with food in bed. I don't like crumbs in my bed. No. I don't... So... But sexy, it can be sexy. Breakfast in bed, food in bed. Change your sheets after you're done. <laughs> Unless you're fine with crumbs sticking to your naked body. But, or maybe you're not naked in bed. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's just me. But, but also, um, I was looking and I was like, oh, food, sex, that all kind of goes in with Valentine's Day, right? Right. So I found this thing and it says, food and sex have a lot in common. Ooh. Let's go on this journey. Okay. Here they're we go. They're sensual. Here we go. They're nourishing. Sex is nourishing. Yeah. I've heard. And have the potential, you've heard that, <laughs> for great <laughs> variety. One of the easiest, most delicious ways to rev up your sex life is to add some edible ingredients. In fact, food play is especially suited to long-term relationships. Oh, no. Let me preface this by saying, I, like you've, we've all seen this, right? Whipped cream all over your body, chocolate all over your body, honey. All I can fucking think about is my sheets. Yeah. Like, do you have to cover your goddamn bed in plastic? Well, I would. And then what? And now you're fucking sticking your sweaty, hot, fat bodies together with honey? (laughs) And what if I get it in my private area and I get an infection? (laughs) This is not a good Valentine's Day for me. So let's keep going down here. Oh, my. Um, Keep it sweet and light. Ugh, I'm not even reading that one. (laughs) 
Um, okay, look, number two, keep food away from your private parts. Private parts and food don't mix for various reasons. Then why the fuck would you bring it into sex? It's going to end up down there. Well, I would think so. I mean, even accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. God, including possible infection, skin irritations, and let's be real, sticky pubic hair. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay, three is engage all your senses, which is so weird with a big sloppy picture of chocolate. Again, it just, it's going to look like you shit the bed. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get done and it's just going to look like you shit in your bed. I'm not even That's reading. very four. romantic. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't. And then number seven, the last one, clean each other off afterward. That is just. Frankly, if you're going to eat food off somebody's body, you better fucking clean them before. <laughs> they better take a. Well, like a, I can see that. Okay. So, so after you've rubbed chocolate all over each other, you can get in the shower. It might be together. It might be kind of Maybe fun. you should put the chocolate on in the shower. Well, well, but then, uh, well, I mean, I think that defeats the purpose, doesn't well, it? Well, I, I like my sheets and they're expensive and I don't want that kind of shit well, on Well, I'm, I'm with you on that. So I went down that rabbit hole, but Candace. I went down another Candace, rabbit hole. <laughs> let's talk about another the rabbit one. hole Candace went Yeah, down. because we were, because I was talking about, well, you know, you have the food and everything, but then there's, there are all these sexy games games out there and Natalia says to me she says what sexy games tell me more Candace like what like okay wait a minute okay so there are all these like games that you can buy on Amazon or wherever okay so here's the first one deck of desire This sexy card game is so simple and easy to pull off, and it will for sure be a favorite with your spouse. No. You're wrong. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? That's what it says. Okay, go on. Okay, but that's all it says on that. Okay, now here's one it says, um, the bedroom game. Reveal <laughs> reveal hidden desires and fantasy of your spouse with this six-category game set. In addition, it's equipped with 90 unique cards. What the fuck? Wait, you and your spouse will experience new bedroom delights that keep on giving. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. This is so... This is like... Keep going, or some more. Okay, yeah, there's many. You see. Okay, here we go. Sexy cards trail. Are you ready to have a sizzling night with your heartthrob? Oh my God. In other words, are you ready for some fun? That's in capital letters. It's time for some classic card games with a sexy twist. Using a deck of cards and a little excitement, you'll enjoy this old time. <gasps> I have an idea. Oh no. I have an idea with a deck of cards. If you're covered in chocolate and you throw a deck of cards on somebody and see what sticks. <laughs> it's like spaghetti. That'd be funny. Yeah. I'd like that game. <laughs> But that, just like that on a Tuesday, don't do the shit just for Valentine's. That is so fucking cheesy. Do you know anybody? I mean, I guess, I guess the thing is, is there's got to be people out there that like this kind of shit and that use it. Otherwise it wouldn't be made all the time. Well, exactly. But I I would like to think, I mean, if you, okay, if you like this, these ridiculous games. Then play away. Play away. Play, play, play. play. But But I hope that you do it not just on Valentine's Day. Right. Like, hi, this is scheduled our one sexy day. Right. It was like um, the, uh, in... I don't know what's happening. Bad, bad Moms, where Kristen Bell, she and her her uh, on-screen husband, they have sex once a week after Blue, blue Bloods. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
It's scheduled. Because she finds Tom Selleck very sexy. sexy. <laughs> He's her aphrodisiac. Yeah. So everyone has a different one. This is so fucking ridiculous. Like, I just, you watch movies, though, and you're, like, told as a kid. I mean, you're not told as a kid to bring food in the bedroom and play sexy card games. <laughs> Unless you had a weird childhood. But, um, like, that you're supposed to go out for a romantic dinner. That you're supposed to get flowers. Or that you're supposed to do something stupid and fucking cheesy. Do something that person likes. It doesn't even need to, it doesn't need to be related. If they like crocheting, then go fucking take a crocheting class with them. Show that you are interested in something that they are interested in. Make dinner if you never make dinner. You can make fucking cheese toast. If you don't know what you're doing, it's just the effort. Buy some wine. Champagne. Champagne's sexy. Champagne is sexy. Champagne's sexy. Strawberries. You can do that. Anybody can fucking do that. Right. Um, And you don't have to spend $2.50 for a chocolate-covered strawberry. No, you just fucking make them. Just make them. Just, you can, I can teach you. Melt some chocolate. I can teach you in class if you want to come to class. Yeah. Or you can just fucking Google it. Yeah. For God's sake. Or we can, we can teach them on uh, our Patreon page. We can do, well, we will. We will. So we'll teach you how to make chocolate dipped strawberries it's really 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 easy i mean buy a bunch of fruit dip it all in chocolate just melt chocolate chips yeah that's it yeah that's all it is and then don't fuck up your sheets (laughs) don't fuck up your house like if you want to order in order in my sister this is super stupid but she every year for valentine's day they order a heart-shaped pizza and they love that and it's what they like to do and it's their tradition i think it started as a joke yeah. But now it's like their tradition and they stay in and they eat heart-shaped pizza and they hang out. Have like, a big old time. Yeah, hang out with the person that you care about. Don't just stare at them at a restaurant. So as we draw to a close, we have a few things that we need to, they're kind of housekeeping things, but not really. They're they're things that we really enjoy doing, like giving shout outs and um, in our, over the holidays, apparently our very loyal, very loyal. I was trying to think of a better, you know, try to say some way to, um, she's just, you know, not a groupie, but she's a. She's just with us all the time, and it's Brenda. And, and we love that. Thank you, Brenda. Thank, thank you, you for Brenda. sticking with us. And Brenda got a pasta-making attachment, attachment. Mm-hmm. for her KitchenAid mixer um, for Christmas. And she had been to our pasta class, and she left me a comment uh, that said that because of the class that she was making pasta all the time. And we love that, Brenda. So thank you so yeah, much for letting us know. And I think we've said this in the past. Like, that's one of our most favorite things. We've got a couple things that we love about what we do. Well, we've got a lot of things about what we love about what we do. But... That's one of our most favorite things to hear is that I went home and I made it and I love doing it. Or I went home and I make it all the time. Or I went home and I made it and it's my, you know, my family loves it. Like, we love hearing that. So thank you. That's our mission. That's it is. We it's want why, why we do what we do. Home. Yeah. yeah. And enjoy it. So we're so glad that you're enjoying it, Brenda. And everyone else can take a lesson from her. Yes. Yes. 
So we're going to take a little break in our uh, podcast action, huh? Yeah, because season Season two two about killed us. No, but (laughs) I don't think it was the podcast that killed us. It was just the whole whole season. It's just the season, you know. You guys know. We're all in it together. We need a little break. We all need a little break. Yes. So we're going to give you a chance to get caught up on all of the episodes from season one and season two. Yes. I can't believe it. We've already done season two. Yeah. It was fun. I liked it. It was great fun. Yeah. Even more fun than season one. And even season three is going to be even even, more I fun. can't even imagine how fun season three what is What are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to kind of take a look at seasonal foods and seasonal vegetables and things that are in the farmer's markets and um, kind of take, maybe take a tour of a farmer's market and talk to some people and, and do kind some of interviews. You, and yeah. maybe like how you use that food or what you can make with it or. Because I know a lot of people, because the farmer's markets here start around April, yeah. first week of April. And people, they, you know, you go to the farm and you see all this beautiful produce and people buy all this stuff. And then they're like, oh, what do I do? I don't know what to do oh, with shit. this. So we're, yeah. so we're going to talk about that. Um, and maybe, and you know, probably do a, a visit to a farmer's market and talk about, you know, things and the people who are there and, and uh, have just, you know, have some fun with interviews and take things in a different direction, but still stress-free. Yes. And if you are, while you go back and listen, if you'd like to leave a comment or write a review while you're listening or when you get done, we'd love that. Or subscribe if you haven't already Definitely subscribed. subscribe. We've got show notes. You can always, don't forget about those. You can read those and yeah. Yeah. So keep up with us on the website, on Instagram, actually even on Twitter, and we'll be back in March with season three. Now stay fresh. Dick bags. Not a single fork is made possible by the Girl Can Cook cooking studio and kitchen, where real people learn how to cook real food and have fun while they're doing it. Located in beautiful downtown Broken Arrow, Oklahoma's historic Rose District, the Girl Can Cook holds recreational cooking classes during the week and private classes and parties on the weekend. Personalized catering and wine dinners to fit almost any occasion are also available. Check out The Girl Can Cook at thegirlcancookschool.com.